The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Due to the ongoing pandemic and to follow social distancing guidelines, this episode of Civil Politics was pre-recorded over Skype. Hello, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm your host, Michael Dow, and I'm joined tonight by Sue Timberlake and Jonna Roberts. Hello. Hey there. And we're going to be talking, uh, as long as we can stand it, we're going to be talking about the bleep show of a presidential debate that happened on Tuesday. (laughs) <clears throat> to quote uh, CNN analyst Dana Bash, I, I think she got it right. Oh my God! Um, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, but right on the, CNN uh, <laughs> or MSNBC or whatever. It was. <laughs> yeah, uh, whichever channel I think it was CNN. But anyway, regardless, actually, they they played it on Fox too. Actually, <laughs> I'm sure of they did. They did. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So we do love to hear from our listeners, and if you'd like to uh, offer your own comments or responses or just beg us to please not remind you about that uh, evening anymore, uh, you can do all of that by emailing us at civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org, or you can tweet at civilpoliticsfm and find us on the Twitterverse. And finally, we do have a Facebook community, which is uh, facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio, and that's uh, where you can, uh, you know, cry into your beer there, if you like. Um, you can go to our website, civilpoliticsradio.com, for recordings of previous episodes of the show and supplementals. Uh, I particularly want to tout uh, last week we did our uh, rundown of the two ballot questions uh, on, the, on the statewide ballots here in Massachusetts. Uh, some just jurisdictions have local ballot questions, but uh, the, there are two questions for the state, and we talked about how we think people should vote on them. Uh, so listen to that if you're interested or you need to be told what to do. Uh, but I also want to mention that uh, we were fortunate enough to have uh, uh, Mr. Bennett from uh, the Yes on Two campaign about ranked choice voting uh, join us. And we talked to him for about half an hour and we did not have room for all of that in the uh, actual broadcast show. So if you want to hear the whole interview where, uh, among other things, you hear Sue grilling him about the logistics of handling elections and expenses and uh, the questions about caucuses and things like that, uh, then you should absolutely go and listen to that. Uh, it's, it's a really good interview. Um, despite me being part of it. And uh, I think you should, uh, you know, if you're, if you're wondering more about this, it's definitely worth listening to. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, guys. Do you want to just sort of ha- throw our hands up in exasperation and leave, you know, uh, 50 minutes of dead air behind us or what, you know? <laughs> I, mean, I mean... It might be a nice change from the debate. <laughs> yeah, it would be an improvement on the debate, that is true. Isn't it the Norwegians that have like fire logs on their TV? 
that they just play hour after hour after hour. Oh yeah, like the the Yule Serenity. Yeah, yeah. That, that may be a regular thing. I've seen that at, at like Christmas. There's some channel in New York that does that. Yeah, I actually yeah, have a. Uh, I actually have a YouTube video, four hours of snowfall, in a forest. Oh. <laughs> that would be nice right now. <laughs> yeah. Put on and just. <laughs> Well, do our listeners a solid genre and uh, uh, throw that link up in the show notes. I definitely will. Yeah. I miss snow so much. Uh, it's, it's coming. It's coming. Well, and I, it'll be all over by the time it snows. This will be all over but the shouting. Last year, it didn't oh, snow God. until December. so It's still coming. But yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> and, and Sue, I really hope it is because... Um, well, let's let's dive right in because the I think the moment that everyone's just like agog about, and that uh, the right wing media is working hardest to uh, to uh, spin and uh, uh, down. I thought they took it as as marching orders. <laughs> yeah, stand well, up and stand by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, stand. God. Yeah, yeah. So the well, John, why don't you you play the clip and uh, we can uh, talk about it. Okay, uh, just so everybody Brace knows. yourselves, everyone. <laughs> just so everybody knows, the, um, the, the clips that we have, uh, incorporate many things. Um, so. From the presidential can, debate. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, September as, we'll, 30th. <laughs> as we'll discuss, uh, they talk over each other constantly. So there are some moments that, anyway, let's, let's just hear the, you know, him saying, Stan, okay, hold on. You have repeatedly we criticized the, the vice president for not specifically calling out Antifa and other left-wing extremist right. groups. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups sure. and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities, as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland. Sure, Are you I'm prepared to, to do specifically that, do it? Well, I, would ahead, say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing, not from the right so wing. So what, what, what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say I'm, it. Do it. Say it. Do you want to call them? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. Supremacists and right you like me to white supremacists and right supremacists. Stand back and stand by, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left, because this is not a right-wing problem, his this own is a left-wing problem. This is a left-wing problem. White supremacist. Antifa's an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not malicious. That's what oh, his an idea. FBI his okay. FBI director Gentlemen, said. Well, then, you know what? No, no, that we're, done, we're done, sir. Everybody, we're moving on to the next. We're moving on to the next. Your administration. That's not an idea. Everybody Antifa in your administration tells you the truth is a bad, is a bad idea. Right. Wow. Antifa <laughs> is bad. So I'm not a fan of violence in the streets. Uh, like, w once that ball gets rolling, uh, it, it, it can crush everything in its way, like a, like a Katamari. Uh, is that still a thing? Am I still hip? Or oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Did you take I guess calamari? Cata Cata <laughs> what? Katamari no, this Domacy. isn't Rhode Island, Sue. <laughs> Ka okay, so Katamari Damacy is a video game from I don't know how long ago. The point long is, long time. Oh, the, 15, the, 20 years ago now. 
of 20. No, it's not <laughs> 20 years. Can't be. I'll look it up. Anyway, Katamari Donacy, Thomasy, the point is that you are a, a little person and your like father is the king of the universe and he wants you to make new planets. So what you're supposed to do is go to go places and start rolling up trash and other items, just rolling something around like a snowball, picking up all this stuff, crushing things and putting it into this one ball. And then you're, you're making a new planet. It's a weird, fun game that. uh, Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so violence, so you know, like uh, has a way of snowballing. Uh, I, I, I've mentioned the storm before the storm uh, by Mike Duncan about the, 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 you know, the, the slow decline and collapse of the Roman Republic as it became an empire and um, street uh, uh, politicized street violence was a huge part of that. You know, different factions having their own street gangs and uh, uh, violently confronting and attacking opposition figures and whatnot. So I, I'm not in favor of any of that, but um, you know, like, Trump just saying Antifa is bad. It's like Antifa is anti-fascism. So like if you're not... If That's you're, never bad. <laughs> right. If you're anti-anti-fascism, you're just fascism. And, I mean, the, one of the things yeah. that really stuck out with me was him actually... I mean, like this is what the FBI director said, that Antifa is uh, a, an ideology. It is something that people ascribe to. It's not. It's not like an organization or anything like that. But well, I mean, the, you might call it a movement. There's certainly more people who are getting interested in it. But there's no one. It's not like the NAACP or the ACLU or the NRA. It's not like a yeah, like you know, five hundred one c three. They don't yeah, have a it's, it's well. I mean, just just in general, when you say like an organization, when you're talking about like right wing groups or things like that, they would have a set of rules. They have meetings. They have um, specific meetings. Uh, they have leadership and a an actual like command structure or a structure of management. Antifa doesn't have any of that. That's like saying um, punks are are bad or something like that it's just or it's it's like it's just a a way of of living life <laughs> you don't like fascism boom there you go and but it's really weird to hear an actual like politician actually say that in a national debate like that's that's crazy to me honestly hmm. I don't I think, think he knows he, what it means. No, he, he. I think he definitely. Oh, you mean Trump or? No, Trump. Knows. Yeah, Trump. That he doesn't actually know what the words mean. I mean, he he's gotten oh. Antifa in his brain, and yeah. he and he thinks they're young people or something. But well, I, I I don't know that he's he's particularly curious or or cares about any nuance or specifics. But yeah, he knows he knows what these things mean. That's one of the things that I meant the words anti-fascist. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Who knows? Sorry. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he connects it with anything. <laughs> That's one of the uh, things that really struck me about the uh, interview tapes that Bob Woodward's released is just the extent to which Trump uh, can be lucid and uh, actually can understand things like, "Oh, this coronavirus is going to be bad. It's you know, it's not just going to kill old people. It's going to kill lots of people. And it's going to be really bad." And it's like, "Oh, okay, all right then." <clears throat> so that was. Um, 
Yeah, that that. So when Trump says, you know, what do you mean? Give me a name. That's that's him being disingenuous. That's him trying not to just say uh, uh, just white like white supremacy or yeah. or just hate groups. You know, he can't just say. I want all white supremacists to not to stop that. Stop it, please. <laughs> you know, he doesn't say I want all uh, like he wants an actual specific group so he can, well, he can drill down. Shame on shame on Biden, because Biden chimed right up with Proud Boys. If he'd been quiet, it would have been left to Chris Wallace, who said, yeah, white supremacist. That's the group. <laughs> you know, he yeah. was very he was very clear. So too bad Biden was like in the fist fight at that point because he basically yeah. spoon fed him a, a group. I though, though, I, notice I, how he I disagree was... with that. Um, okay, yeah, go I ahead. I think Joe. that Sorry. the I think he would have just hemmed and hawed. He wouldn't have like you need to box him in. So like he was like, give me a name, give me a name, and then Chris Wallace would probably would have been like just white supremacists, and he and then he yeah. would say oh, well, that can be anything or something like that. But Biden saying the Proud Boys and him actually calling. And that means Biden considers the Proud Boys to be white supremacists. Yeah. So good that point. is a that is another signal like that was a very good um, way to one uh, box him in and say, OK, you're asking for a group. Here you go speak to them and that and this is a large national group too and he's he's saying hey they're white supremacists they're not good <laughs> and look how trump responded when it's like okay you want a specific group take the proud boys proud boys stand back and stand by but yeah. i'll tell you i mean you know he, he doesn't say stand down he doesn't say go home he says nope. stand back stand by but somebody has to deal with Antifa. And it's like, okay, uh, you know, like we, we could just write that off as Trump uh, being a fuzzy headed uh, uh, fool, but it's not, you know, he's clearly savvy. He was careful. Yeah, he was yeah. careful. He, was, he, was, he, he didn't he was actually- He careful not to. Right, he didn't yep. actually condemn them and he, he made it very clear where his sympathies lie. And the Proud Boys, I'm sure, uh, love it. They they're Printing actually t-shirts already. <laughs> yeah, they there was a there were Twitter strings or Mastodon strings. Mastodon is a uh, a version of Twitter basically that is private. Like you can have your own private server, so Twitter can't say your TOS or anything like that. So a lot of white supremacists hate groups go to go to Mastodon. It's um, it's it's their social media galts gulch, huh? Basically, yeah. Uh, and oh, so it's a it's a um, an elephant that is no longer with us. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, that's the well, old Republican Party. <laughs> there's a whole there's a whole like technical thing I can go into, but that's okay. But there are there are Twitter threads, there are pictures that they're sharing in their groups. Uh, uh, there was a there's a thread with some of the some of the leaders of the Proud Boys saying, oh, the president says stand by right? um, because but he wants us to to mess him up. Let's say he, they didn't say that word. They said something else he yes. wants to he wants us to F him up. Let's let's go. Yep. Nice. He's our boy. You know, like that's he says stand by. And this is just after or just before he's oh, yeah, it was just before he was they were talking about uh, the integrity of 
of elections and him yep. he actually has a site set up so people can sign up to be so people can sign oh. up to be uh basically to go to polls and make sure that quote unquote anything isn't going wrong it's 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 <laughs> so there's yeah. going to be people just that's a scary polls just ha- hanging around just uh and saying it- we're we're watching the polls and it will be incredibly intimidating well, in some states, they can actually any citizen can question a ballot and a and a voter. In some states, it's a felony to do that. So mm-hmm. it's, it's sort of interesting that those two differences exist. So I'm really glad Massachusetts. That, yeah, you go to jail for doing it. So I'm really glad that there's more mail-in voting, not just because of the virus, but because that people don't have won't have to deal with that. They won't have to yeah. deal with people just standing around at the polls. You can just mail in your ballot and please, God, mail in your ballot. Um, <laughs> drop it off at your polling place or something. You can do that, too. But um, you can just mail it in and you don't have to worry about getting getting intimidated or harassed. You can just be at home. So the downside of voting from home now is that uh, and this is something uh, uh, others have pointed out that I'm like, oh, OK. Uh, they, if you listen, for example, when Trump said, well, we may not accept the results of the election. And then Mitch McConnell comes on TV and he's like, well, of course, you know, we will accept the results of the November 3rd election. And it's, it's like, you know, why is he specifically saying the November 3rd election? Yeah. His idea is like, oh, well, you know, uh, if Trump happens to be ahead with in-person voting on, uh, by the end of November 3rd, well, then that's it. And I'll, you know, counting all the rest of the votes. That's, you know, that's just the Democrats trying to steal things with their, you know, counting and voting and things taking. <laughs> off, you know? Yeah. I, anytime Mitch McConnell says anything, you need to you need to watch out. He he yeah. he's very, very specific in what he says. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, the government um, continued last night. Yeah. <laughs> While everything else was happening, they passed the continuing resolution that takes us to, I think, December 11th or something. That's correct. It's yeah, it's it's sort of like, oh, yeah, we weren't even paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they um, they just signed that because uh, the government would have shut down and nobody wants the government to be shut down like a month before the election. And by the way, we have a month before the election. <laughs> yeah. Is that all? Oh, right. November 3rd. Yeah. We still have to get through Halloween, but. Yes. Well, yes, we that'll do. be easy because there won't be a Halloween. <laughs> Good point. Good <laughs> there's, point. No, there's no Halloween. It's uh, it's really sad. One YouTuber I listened to uh, was talking about how he was really sad because uh, it's he just realized that the Halloween um, stuff was up and he uh, and that means that we didn't have a summer. Yeah, summer's gone. summer. We didn't have a summer. The summer that that didn't nobody yeah, could go anywhere. Nobody could do anything. Oh, OK. Yeah. Sorry. No, yeah. I, I, I get what you mean. Travel. You can see friends, you know, like like kids are second doors like that's boom. That's it. We didn't have like most people's vacations when yeah. they take vacation. Boom. That's gone. 
Yeah. Uh, I forget when it was, but there there was actually a period where there was no summer, and it had to do with volcanic action, and it was eighteen nineteen. Yeah. 1819. Oh, is that when, um, oh no, 1919. Never mind. 18, no, 18, 1819, following the eruption of Tambora. Uh, it, that yeah. was, uh, uh, that, that, that horrible weather uh, caused problems all over the world uh, and also is uh, indirectly what gave us uh, the novel Frankenstein. Oh, interesting. But I, See, that's why we have Mike on the show. <laughs> That's a that's a great bit of history, but it's kind of <laughs> off topic. Uh, Google Frankenstein and and uh, Lake Constance, and you know you can find out the whole fascinating story. Like there's a whole lot of modern uh, modern you know fantasy and science fiction. The stuff that you know I particularly love uh, is sort of born in that one summer uh, on a lake in Switzerland because people were bored. Well, and well, and it was because there was no summer which is sort of a you know for me it was just a reference to climate change but i mean that was caused by a a, a natural event but yeah. it it um we we could have some years with no summer yeah uh, or we could have years with no winter that's possible i mean uh, you oh, know I, or I, the I, endless I, summer i think it's fair to say that uh with the uh, <laughs> large chunks of the west coast on fire that uh you know, I, I, because it's been so hot and dry. I think it's fair to say that that's some kind of summer. Um, well, anyway. And there was no real discussion of climate change during the debate. I mean, it, it mm. snuck well, in he from tried time to, to time. But. Yeah, he tried, Trump tried to pin Biden on whether he supported the Green New Deal or not. And Biden was pretty clear that he has a version of it that's different. So. He has yeah. his own plan, yeah. He, and yeah. they actually talked about climate change. You, uh, like, he actually, like... Um, I didn't I didn't get this clip, but Wallace actually I'll find it in plate here. Yeah, I asked him about the science, oh. believing in the science. I remember that part. Yeah. It was interesting. He asked him, like, do you believe in the science? And Trump was like, uh, the, uh, Yeah, forest <laughs> forest management, I think he said. Yeah. Mm, he kept and, going back to that. Yeah. Yeah. And and to the extent that that's that's a true statement on Trump's part. You know, like there, there is some, uh, uh, you know, truth to the uh, we need to interact with the uh, environment around us differently and in ways that are, yeah. uh, you know, not as destructive and don't lead to as much damage. You know, that's all true, but it's also connected with, uh, you know, the history of, uh, you know, colonization and, uh, you know, genocide of the Native Americans. I mean, I think I mentioned this on the show before, but, you know, one of the reasons why, you know, uh, Yosemite was such a beautiful place that Edmund Muir thought was, oh, it's this paradise on earth. Well, yeah, it's, it is that way in part because the people who live there and have for many centuries, you know, are, you know, practicing forest management. You know, they're they're shaping their environment they live in like like most human cultures do. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, ah, I wish these filthy Indians would get out of the way of me enjoying this beautiful paradise. And it's like they're. <laughs> it's there because of them. So, you know, that's, uh, so there's that. There's uh, that, yeah. Uh, tr Trump getting back well, Trump to it, being on brand, and, uh, you know, uh, it's of a piece with shouting out the Proud Boys, though I doubt he knows that. Well, he did, he did say a couple of things about climate change. One is that he said he wanted the cleanest air and the cleanest water. And Immaculate. they asked him if it was... Immaculate, yeah. yeah. If it was, yeah, if it was human-caused... 
And he said, to an extent, yes, but a lot of things. And, uh, you know, that's his usual line is um, sort of we're going to have the biggest and the best. And, and then there's, you know, this sort of yes, but a lot of things comment that sort of detracts yeah. from everything he says. So, but relaxed fuel economy, um, dump the clean carbon law that Obama passed. I mean, Chris, Chris Wallace had a long list of things that he'd done that was sort of anti yeah. um, dealing with climate change. So, and Biden was very specific yeah. by 2035 net zero goal, um, 500,000 charging stations on highways. That's for electric cars, mm-hmm. 2 million green jobs, ending fracking, Mm-hmm. zero net emissions. So, yeah. you know, it was yeah. it was sort of the uh, grand statements versus this, 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 and this. So Biden was very specific. Yeah, though though Biden's timeline's far too extended, you know. <laughs> like, well, that's true, because we'll, yeah. we'll be gone by then. Is that what you're thinking? Well, I think things- to have like net zero by like 2035. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. is actually faster than other uh, bills in the Senate. Even I the parallel. Um, yeah, it's, it's better than Barbara Feinstein's bill was uh, Diane Feinstein. Oh, sorry, Diane. I, I, I Barbara keep, Boxer was the Barbara other Boxer, California yeah. senator. Yeah, um, <laughs> Diane Feinstein's bill uh, was twenty fifty. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. he, I mean, that this is the thing that I was telling um, uh, my friend Nicole uh, during the uh, like during Nicole, the, like she just does after that the other. Debate. Oh, your other show. Yeah, I shouldn't have to say this. Yeah, she's my she's my host on my co-host on that one, which is at saythiscast.com. Anyway, um, she was she was uh, we were talking about this, and I was saying like this is this is what I was hoping for. Uh, he was very more centrist in, in like last year. And uh, and going into and going into through the primary, he won the primary. He got these groups together with like AOC and Bernie and and some more leftist people. And he's come out with more left leaning plans. Yeah, like, he moved. Yeah, he moved. He moved to he moved yeah. to, to the left on some things. And that is something that we can do with Biden. He he can be yeah. pushed. He can be bullied. If he if you if you approach it in the right way, he can be like, all right, fine. OK, you know, that classic line of, of FDRs. That's a great idea. Now go out there and force me to do it. it exactly. Yep. <laughs> Basically, like he looks at polls. He looks at what people want. And if it, it'll benefit him or their party or whatever, then he'll probably do it. He doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't stand like on like on uh, like unless it's like principle. He doesn't stand like saying like, oh, well, I if you call me out on something then i'm not gonna he he says okay well that was let's do something else yeah so that's good well you know at the end of that climate change discussion trump interrupted biden and chris wallace said let him finish sir Mm -hmm. and um biden said and I, i wonder what you guys think of this biden said uh he doesn't know how to do that how to let him finish yeah so do you think that was good that Biden, you know, said a couple of things like he's a clown and, you know, uh, oh, shut up and or that's... or not? What do you what do you think of Biden's? He took a pretty strong stand. I mean, he stood right up to him. I think, I think that's, that's a real. I think that's a really yeah. good question. And we're just uh, coming up on our our half hour break. So, uh, John, why don't you give us a tease and then we'll go into the break and then you can answer in some detail. But he, a he, tease. He, well, do you think it's a simple like yes, no, yes, good, no, bad, or are you like, well, here's uh, my take. Yeah, it's good. 
It's good. It's good. Uh, I, I think it's good too. And I'll be happy to explain why at uh, mind numbing length uh, once we take a short break here. So we're going to play some PSAs, promos, and station IDs and continue to appease the almighty FCC. Uh, and then we'll be back with more civil politics here on Valley Free Radio. So please don't go away, uh, even though we're talking about the debate. We'll be right back. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in the CD or tape player, each week presenting shows which can at times be organized and orderly and at other times perhaps be not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's subculture music program, featuring new wave, post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ, or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. The Forbes Library staff would like to remind you of the incredible resource that you have in your local public library. We have tens of thousands of books for you to check out, music CDs, movies, newspapers from around the region, the state, and the country. We have a wide variety of magazines and free computer and internet access every day. We also have our incredible reference services there to help you answer particularly vexing problems. All of this is free, locally available at 20 West Street in Northampton. So come by and check us out in person or at www.forbeslibrary.org or call 587-1011 for more information. Science is real from the Join me for Evidence-Based Radio, Friday nights from 6 to 7 p.m. to learn more about science and skepticism. You can email questions or topic requests to evidencebasedradio at gmail.com. That's Friday nights from 6 to 7 on Valley Free Radio. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. WXOJLP. 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. Uh, Sue Timberlake and John Roberts are still joining me, Mike Dow, as we talk about, uh, well, this two past Tuesday's presidential debate, the first of the 2020 election cycle. Uh, I'm not sure entirely if there should be any more. Uh, if there are more, I hope they are uh, better than the confused scrum that we got. Uh, and uh john why don't you play us another clip that'll sort of uh, help us talk about you know illustrate what we're talking about uh it's also what uh got got a couple of other key moments to talk about so fire that up all right here we go 
We, I built Sir, a great I'm asking company. you a specific question, which but is... But let me tell you... I, I understand all of that. I, I understand all of that. But, but let me, a, no, Mr. President, go ahead. I'm asking you a question. Will you tell us how much you paid in federal income taxes in 2016 and 2017? Millions of dollars. You paid millions of dollars? Millions in, of dollars, So yes. not $750. Millions of dollars, and you'll get to see I, it. I, and you'll get to when? see it. But and let me Shalom? just tell you... Chris, let me just tell you something, that it was the tax laws... I don't want to pay tax. Before I came here, I was a private developer. I was a private business people. Like every other private person, unless they're stupid, they go through the laws, and that's what it is. He passed a tax bill that gave us all these privileges for depreciation and for uh, tax credits. We build the building and we get tax credits like the hotel on Pennsylvania Avenue. You get okay. a massive, which, by the way, was given to me by the Obama administration, if you can believe that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a business people. <laughs> oh my god. He's he really is still acting like he's uh I don't know, like he's 10 or whatever and he has to like explain himself to the adults. Um and uh you know, I would be much more okay with that if uh we were able to sort of remonstrate with him like he was a, a child but uh, that, that's a big part of the problem really well uh, the, uh, the commission is going Biden? to um revamp the rules for the next debate yeah and, and there won't be any negotiation either it'll be their way or the highway so oh, i have a good. feeling that may well be there may well not be any more debates because the the number one idea seems to be uh you know cutting people's microphones when they're not you know, like when the other person is answering a question, so they can't interrupt. And I, I just, I cannot imagine Trump being able to stomach that. Well, somebody on Fox, you know, I've been watching Fox and CNN and MSNBC, just so I get the fair and balanced version of all of this. And they were saying that you could, you could cut Trump's microphone and he's so loud that he would, you could hear him on the other person's microphone. So I, I don't know. I was talking to another friend. They said they need to build a sound box. <laughs> uh, actually, um, I'm just looking this up uh, and there is an, an update today. Uh, we're recording Ooh. on the first. Um, Wait, today's the first? <laughs> um, <laughs> time has no meaning anymore. I don't know. Um, so uh, President Trump. Uh, reaffirmed Thursday, and this is from the Dallas News, and I'll be posting this with the show notes uh, in the show notes and on the website when we post this on on uh, Monday morning. So President uh, Donald Trump reaffirmed Thursday that he'll show up for the remaining two debates, but blasted the bipartisan commission that runs the events for chastising his misbehavior at the first debate and promising to give moderators more tools to enforce rules on decorum and civility that he flouted relentlessly in Cleveland on Tuesday night. Um, but Trump himself leveled an implicit threat to boycott the remaining debates, tweeting, why would I allow the debate commission to change the rules for the second and third debates when I easily won last time? Whew. Okay, so... Yep. There's obviously more, but he has said that he is going to uh, continue with the debates. Um, I think if they put too much in, then he might like pitch a fit. But if he doesn't go to the debates, then uh, Biden will just call him weak and scared. You know, yeah, Biden will, Biden you know, will he turn up on the stage without him. Oh, yeah. He'll just. Yeah, that would be the best if he just like, yep, I'm here. 
We all we well, we all agreed to this. Do you remember when Trump didn't show up last time and he held an event to raise money for the for the veterans? He didn't go to one of the debates. He boycotted yeah. it. Air that was quotes. in the primary, though. That was yeah. You know, I know, but that's what he did. I, so you guys, before we went on the break, you were talking about whether. So yeah. you said yes, Biden. Biden's doing a good job standing up to him. You like when he says, uh, you know, I, I resent what you say about my son and continually, you know, yeah. poops puppy. And um, so you like Biden doing that stuff this time. I, I don't see how he can not do it. If Trump and Biden were having a debate like two adults, uh, which is asking too much of the president, but uh, if they were having a, a debate like two adults and Biden were to start calling him Putin's puppy and stuff like that, that would be, dude, no, that's, uh, you know, that's a good zinger, but this isn't really quite the place for that. You know, like save that for your campaign ads. Um, but under the circumstances, the way Trump is carrying on, um, I don't think there's any way Biden can't uh, not acknowledge what's going on and and respond to it in some way, you know, because like otherwise he, he comes yeah. across as like a like a robot. It's like a, a yeah. complete diff. You know, yeah. as it is, well, you know, that I, think, I think him saying like, oh, shut up, man, you know, I think is, you know, OK. You know, it's like, eh. he, he could have said a whole lot worse. Well, it's well, also heard, because I he's a white him. guy. So. There's, there's I also that. heard him say, do you have any idea what this clown is talking about? I thought that was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, he called him a clown <laughs> get out of, a few times. Get out of your bunker and your sand trap and off the golf course and start, <laughs> you know, taking care of COVID. They, they, were, they were okay. They were okay. Um, so I guess that you're sort of saying that he has to do it because Trump is doing it. Is that sort of the argument that My... you can't just let it stand? You just yeah. have to you just have to punch him back. My my thought is that I didn't I honestly didn't like it, but it's something that you'd have to do because the way that Trump acts is to steamroll over the conversation. He wants control of the conversation. He wants to be the person in the spotlight. He wants to be that person that everybody sees and everybody looks to and he uh and he doesn't want anybody to pay attention to anything else. Now, when we're we're getting into that, he just, like I said, steamrolls over everyone and everything. And the only way to get a word in is to say, like, shut up. What are you doing? And just call them names because that gets him flustered. The, the name part of the name part of the game is to get him off balance, to tilt him. As in, yeah. in the gaming world, we say to tilt someone to to they get they're start getting pissed off, and that means that they won't play as well. <laughs> so you need game. to get them. Tilt. That's a pinball reference, dude. It is. It is. <laughs> that is where it comes from. And be, being a pinball player is being a gamer. So because <laughs> yeah, it ends, it ends, it ends the game when you tilt the pinball yep. machine. Yep. So do you guys remember when Dukakis they tried to throw him off? asking him because he's totally um, against um, capital punishment. And they asked him, what if your wife Kitty was raped and murdered, and murdered by, mm -hmm. and, and he, he responded like an automatron. And a lot of people thought that lost him the race. I don't know if it did or not, but so what you're saying is Biden can't just sit there and not take the bait. No, I, I think he's, he I think he's very much thinking of Duk Dukakis in moments like that. So, yeah. 
Yeah. This is, yeah. I think this is one of the reasons why people voted for Biden and why they they support him. Because if Bernie – and this is something that I was I, I was thinking about like a lot. Like I saw a few people that are like, if Bernie was there, he would have wiped the floor with him or something like that. Bernie would is very, very into policy. He wanted, he would want to talk about the facts. He would want to talk about how to help people. But I don't think he would have been able to to get in a scrum with with Trump and like throw and throw money in his eye. I think he's too good for that. <laughs> but Biden, <laughs> Biden, Biden is a scrapper. He'll he'll get in the yeah. he'll get in there. He'll get in the scrap and do whatever. He won't. He won't. Uh, go down completely to Trump's level, but still, he'll. He's he's the guy in the in the parking lot that's like to the bully, like, shut up or I'll shut you up. You know. Yeah. And and he's restraining himself. He didn't. He didn't get that tilted in the in the debate, which it honestly surprised me. I thought he was going to get really upset, even when he like yeah. when Trump like went after his kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. he, he, he got mad, but he was very restrained. Appropriate. Yeah. yeah. He, it was an appropriate level of, of getting pissed off. So, but yeah, you can't, you can't just let that go. You can't, you can't just ignore him because he'll, and he tried to ignore him and he just kept going, talking over him. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really and over Chris Wallace. Yeah. And over Chris and Chris Wallace got mad. Chris Wallace. Yeah, I've never seen him like that. He was that was bad. He's like, do you want to trade seats with me? Because we can yeah. do that. You know, like yeah. he just, Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President. We all agreed to these, Mr. President. <laughs> you know, yeah. like he chastised him, and that was wild to see. Yeah. So here's here's a question. Um, usually, when you run. You want to get the supporters of the other person. You don't want to lose them. You know, mm-hmm. you're trying to pick off their supporters. So Biden said they were talking about tax stuff and repealing the tax cuts, the Trump tax cuts. Biden said, you are the worst president America has ever had. You know, in a normal strategy session, you'd encourage the candidate not to not to pick on somebody in such a way that the their followers couldn't vote for you in the end. Do you think that could have lost some Trump supporters? There's no if someone is supporting Trump at this point, you're not going to get them. They're yeah. a lost cause. Yeah, yeah. They're, they they're, they're not going to. Yeah, they're not going to get changed over from a uh, from a debate. It's not going to happen. And, and anybody that has supported Trump or is just thinks that Trump is a good president will think it will think he did a wonderful job. Biden is telling lies and he supports Antifa and he wants to defund the police and Trump won't let him say all these lies. That's what he keeps pushing. He's gonna, he's a hero. That's yeah. what people. Well, I just thought think. it was in- interesting because usually you do see people being careful with that. But yeah. It gives their supporters somewhere to go. So I just thought that was interesting. That was a, that was a, you know, crossed a line I, I, I in think- some ways. I think all the people who haven't been sort of blasted away from supporting Trump by years of Trump doing his thing as president, uh, the, the, those are the people who basically think, oh, no, this is good. I like this. I, mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you know, give a, give, a, give a nod and a wink to the Proud Boys, you know, and stick yeah. it to the libs and all that other stuff, you know. 
uh, yeah, the, trigger the, the libs. Right. right. Those people are not going to turn away from Trump just because someone else says he's the worst. Uh, I think. Have you? And 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 so I think Biden is simply just acknowledging the truth uh, for his uh, supporters and. Uh, you know, it's 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 very soothing. There's a there's something very uh, powerful in hearing someone up on stage just saying you're the worst president ever, and it's like yeah, yeah. I th- I think that there is one benefit to saying that in the way that Biden is saying it, uh, because people that are independent that were trend that trend toward Trump, but are kind of like I don't know. If they are the, the the reason that a lot of people respond to Trump is because of his presence. He fills up the room and he and he makes himself look like the boss, like he's a strong man. That's what he is. You know, well, that's what they like think a fascist. Anyway. So he uh, so Biden coming up and him also being an old white man and him saying, you're the you you suck. What the hell? You suck. Then that's that is someone to like, appeal to those people too. Yeah, yep. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Interesting, because this Interesting. is this was a fight for that one to three percent of people that are that are independent. Because this is going yeah. to be. Ho- I'm hoping it's not a close election. I'm hoping that Biden gets a landslide uh, to just stop all of the court cases that are going to arise after the election, but. Um, it, it's going to be a close race in a lot of places. Yeah. So you're going to need those like 2000 people, you know, like that's where, that's where the war is now. Like those, those like 500,000 people or a million people across the country that are for some reason undecided. Yeah. I, by the but by the way, today, today, October 1st, we're recording this ahead. So um, you guys, I'm sure you remember Nevada last year, that mass shooting. This is the anniversary of it. Which so. oh, mass geez. shooting? In, uh, in, in Nevada? Vegas. Vegas, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, right, were, right. There's talk- hundreds of yeah. people killed. Was that only a year ago? Or or was it two years ago? I think it was, think two, it was years two years ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, at that concert. Um, and on, on the same, I was watching Fox. And the reason I say that is because you guys, you know, we don't use Fox as a, as a reference. But I thought this was interesting because they were saying that women made the difference for Trump getting elected, which you guys said last time in yeah, 16. White women. Yeah, yeah so, white women. F- yeah, 53, so, or 53 to 57% somewhere in there. Well, well, you know where they are right now? This was a Fox poll. So discount it as you will. But I thought it was interesting. Biden's got 57. Trump's got 38. Mm-hmm. And actually, he's he's not getting as much in the um, black and Latinx vote as Hillary did. But they said that because is it white people are 70 percent of the vote in this yeah. country? I didn't know that. That's sort of amazing still. Uh, there are so. a lot of white people here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> you guys I think, have, you guys are still all over the white, place. Like, I think the white population the is, is still about spraying. That's what it's we still need to about. Do. Oh, I don't <laughs> like it when you get me to spray. <laughs> I promise I'll use the litter box next time. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, I think white people are about 60% of the overall population. So, but um, in 70. 70- 70% of the voters for some reason. Huh. Black people, yeah. uh, pe- 
people that identify as black are about 12 to 13 percent um uh hispanic uh latinx uh probably i think like between 10 and 13 percent um that's definitely growing up to like 15 percent maybe uh and then uh people of asian descent i think are about five percent so um and the rest is like you know what like well then there's indigenous i don't know how much that is but that's probably you know that's low for for some reason so i have two two point and (laughs) counterpoint things for you guys just sorry i'm throwing these out there but um the uh sarno the the mayor springfield he has an aide who um put something on facebook about his name is moss he's an aide to um sarno and um Sarno, and the Facebook post said at the end of it, grab the rifles, basically saying that, you know, Trump is organizing all this stuff and they're going to they're going to fire the aid. There's a huge protest in Springfield over it. So that's sort of one side of the issue. Wait, and so the, the other side is grab the rifles to support Trump. Uh, no, the opposite. He's he's black. The aide to Sarno is black and the whole community is standing up and saying that is not is there some policy uh, that he crossed for the city that you're threatening other people. And it was it was much more of a look at this. I guess it's time to grab the rifles. But it was it's more it was more um, sarcastic, you know, than a, a it's a Facebook piece, but it's a local story about him saying, look at what you know, Trump's getting ready to do, I guess it's time to grab the rifles. And then uh, BET founder, Robert Johnson, this is sort of another little tidbit I thought you guys would find interesting. Um, the devil you know Trump that versus the, that you don't know what Joe Biden's going to do. He's going to vote for Trump, actually, the BET founder, Robert Johnson. <laughs> so it's, 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 it seems like a really crazy time. And the, po- the Pope wouldn't meet with uh, Pompeo yesterday. He he refused to meet with him, which is probably a good thing. But it 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 feels really strange when you put those things all together. You know, here's Sarno's going to fire his aide because he's, um, you know, sort of referencing some of the politics on his uh, Facebook page. And he, um, I, he actually, uh, I have an article here. Um, the he uh, a friend, uh, um, Robert Jones, who was also at. Who was who was during conference? I think uh, this is in the article. Explained that grab the rifles and indi- an idiom when taken into Afrocultural context is humorous in nature and is take and is a line taken from the HBO series Lovecraft Country. Yep, so, shotguns. Yeah, it, it's um. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was just thinking of that episode. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it, it, they, it, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that, but. Um, but it's it's sort of a time where people are so polarized that it, it it just I mean it almost feels like the Pope is also trying not to get involved in politics. And I heard a piece on the BBC where they were saying that while nobody everybody had to watch this debate because it was like a um, train wreck that that they expect that of the Americans that actually we're real rough and tumble country yeah. and and we do and we do stuff like this it's sort of it's like mind blowing it's like i can't keep all these factoids in my mind at the same time i feel like it's almost like this fracture in the in the politics of what we have anyway Our so it's sorry to just is weird compared to other countries 
Because yeah. our political system is weird compared to other countries. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, before we go, I just wanted to make a recommendation. Um, if anybody likes the show uh, Madam Secretary or uh, The West Wing, something like that. Love them. On, Love them. Uh, on Netflix, there's a show called Borgen. It is a it is from Denmark, and it is about the first uh, female um, prime minister. It's, it's it, fictional. It's, it is fictional. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's really it's really good. It gets dark, but um, it's really interesting seeing how other uh, another country's political system really like the machine actually works. It is so different from the American system. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because we have a weird, weird system. Nobody really, yeah. nobody else really has this system of government. Because why would you? <laughs> well, so, and, and that we do need to change it. I agree. So are you guys going to watch the VP debate? I think that's uh, the 7th, right, of October? Uh, that is the 6th. The sixth of October. Mm -hmm. This coming Tuesday. Yeah, next Tuesday. Uh, and yes, I definitely will want to see that to see uh, um, Kamala Harris literally unhinge her jaw and swallow Pence whole. <laughs> uh, so that's yeah, going there's to an be, image. It's going to be interesting. I, you know, uh, I, I wonder if that's Pence's fantasy too. But um... he'll have to ask his wife to get on stage with her. That's the thing. True. Oh, I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna be you know having you know like idle fantasies, I would love to see at the next debate uh, Joe Biden step up from behind the podium and say, "Donald, you're a washed up old has been," and say, "And I'll prove it to you." You know, like you're you're just you know a, a, a fat slob who eats too much uh, junk food. And if Biden just started you know like sort of you know r jogging backwards in circles around the stage. <laughs> Come on, Donald. Let's see you. Like uh, let's not get into like body shaming or anything like that. That's a little. That's a little much. Well, I the 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 you know Trump presents himself and a lot of his followers valorize him as like this big buff action hero with a six pack, and you know just Trump's inability to do that. I think. I think it's a twelve pack. Yeah. Yikes. And there's nothing. And there's nothing wrong with being Zoftig. It's a, yeah. it's a lovely term. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being Zoftig, but uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, not a fan. Yeah, so, yeah, interesting place to end. <laughs> yes, we do have to end. You're right. Um, well, uh, so, yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm glad at least Chris Wallace didn't ask them to say something nice about each other. I mean, at least he didn't do that. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, <laughs> They're going to do that. They're going to do it at like the oh. last debate. You know they're going to do that. Oh. And it's going to be terrible. I just I, hope Biden just terrible. says, I hope Biden just says no. <laughs> or he could, or he could say your wife is a, is a nine and so is mine or something. Yeah. No. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> we're going to keep going. Well, it is time indeed for us to wrap up because we've got uh, uh, got to get off the air so a great mix of music can uh, follow us. We've got Subculture coming up next, uh, followed by uh, Table of Contents, and then at midnight, OK Asia. Uh, and we've got, what is it, uh, uh, Replay of Dump, Drum and Bass at 2 a.m. and Dark Wave at 4 a.m. So, like, if you can't sleep, we've got music until the sun comes up. So you should definitely stick with us. 
Uh, and uh, we'll have a podcast of this show uploaded to the various services probably sometime over the weekend. We've got a repeat airing. By the four- way, we're on Amazon Podcasts now. Woohoo! And, Woo. uh, you know, we'll have a re- rebroadcast next Monday afternoon at 4. And, uh, yeah, civilpoliticsradio.com uh, has recordings of previous episodes of the show. And uh, Planetside Podcast Network is where you can find out more about us. Anyway, so we've got to wrap up. So thanks for listening to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.